Good evening, everyone. I hope we're all having a great day today. And before you ask, actually, one of you did ask. Yes, that is exactly how I greet people. I don't greet everybody like that, but I'm going to ask you how your day is going. Uh, if you're a client of mine, a friend, family member, some dude helping me behind the front counter, I'm going to ask how your day is going, just how I do things, you know. Um, but yes, that is how I how I actually greet people. Um, and another thing is that I say good evening tonight because I'm going to be uploading a little bit earlier. Um, usually I post late at night and by the time my video is done getting published, it's either really late, um, or people just stumble upon it the next morning. I get a lot of my views mostly in like the morning time, but, um, Yes, so real fast, this episode is completely unscripted. I don't know if you could tell, but I'm a little nervous. Um, it is unscripted, and I am not able to edit as much as I would like to. Um, and yeah, we're just going to jump into this. Um, but so real fast, um, this is just kind of an episode where it was I wasn't supposed to post today. Um, and I'll kind of go into that a little bit later, but I wasn't supposed to post today. I just really kind of wanted to get an episode out there. I don't want to be slacking. I don't want to be like, kind of like, oh, I can't post, whatever. I could post. It's just going to be, you know, kind of, uh, not as top quality as my usual posts. And the reason why is because I can't really edit too much. Um, so if you're trying to look for a scary episode, please go to any other of my other episodes. I'm sorry. This is more of a filler episode. Um, I went on Instagram. And if you if you want to uh, get updates on me and just kind of even talk to me and just kind of, you know, reference ideas or just just talk, uh, follow me on Tales of Where We Town on Instagram. Um, that's pretty much the only social media I have. I need to get more, honestly. I need to get a Twitter. I've been thinking about getting a Twitter. Anybody who's got a Twitter, let me know what it's like to have a Twitter. Like, I don't know. I just, I don't know. Let me know the pros and cons. Be like a fun little thing. Anyway. Um, yes. So, um, long story short, the reason why I'm uh, doing a Q&A episode is because, uh, oh, I'm so sorry. I got so, I got so side sidetracked. Uh, from the whole social media thing. I posted on Instagram <laughs> saying that essentially I'm not able to post. Um, something happened. A family member of mine got sick and I had to kind of leave pretty much. And I'll kind of jump into that a little bit more. But unfortunately, I forgot a lot of my equipment. Um, when I say a lot of it, I mean the essentials, uh, the stuff that I need. Again, I'll kind of get into that a little bit later. But um, so on Instagram, I let um, everybody know that I'm not able to post, uh, last week I wasn't able to post this week. I shouldn't have been able to post, but I was just like, you know what? Let's do a Q and a episode. All right. It's, you know, come on. What's the, what's the worst. So I went on Instagram and I pretty much asked all of you, if you could ask me questions or have me talk about something in a podcast, what would it be? It would be like a, you know, again, like a filler episode. It wouldn't be like a real episode. And a lot of you came back with some really cool questions. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, 
some questions were a little bit random and that's perfectly fine. I'll, I'm going to cover those first just because, um, again, I am kind of nervous about doing this. Um, it's live and um, I really can't edit too much. And I'm really kind of like, um, I really don't like having hiccups in, you know, my podcast. I like to make sure that the audio is on point. I like to make sure all that stuff, you know, I, of course I make little mistakes from here and there, but you know, who doesn't anyway. Um, so I'm kind of holding myself to a standard, but I also at the same time need to like relax and chill. So I'm going to tackle the more random questions first, just to kind of, um, kind of like get my nerves all chill. Anyway, um, so essentially what happened is a family member of mine who I live with contracted um, a sickness, a very particular sickness. Um, and because of that, I had to leave the house. Um, I'm okay. I'm fine. I'm good to go. I'm, you know, I'm, I've just been chilling with my fiance and her brother, uh, just totally vibing, having a great time, you know, so it's all good. Um, my family member is healthy as a horse now, doing great, uh, you know, should be able to return back to home soon, but I left a lot of my equipment at my house, and again, when I say my equipment, I mean, uh, like, my microphones, my sound reflector, um, a lot of my editing stuff, too, um, I left my iPad there, too, um, so right now, I have a, um, I have a, Bowers um little microphone and it's hooked up to my phone I'm actually I, I'm actually working on anchor on my phone right now so um again if the quality isn't that great I'm sorry I tried finding the quietest spot I could at the moment um to record this but let's just have fun I just wanted to kind of record so that I could get some 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 work done you know get like a podcast out there I don't want to be slacking you know what I mean but um when I was packing my stuff I thought at the time I would only need to quarantine for three days I know it's not three days I know it's not three days but at the time for some reason I don't know if it was because I was just in a hurry to get out of there or what for some reason I only packed three days worth of stuff I left all my equipment because at the time it was Monday and I was like whatever I'll be back by Friday nope not able to enter into the home. Um, so I wasn't able to really do anything. I wasn't able to really get too much work done. Um, but it's fine. You know, again, everything kind of happens for a reason. I've been, you know, just chilling. I've been relaxing. I've been uh, hanging out with, you know, my fiance and her brother a lot more. Um, we've just been having a good, we've just been having a great time. Um, so now, Let's just jump into um, the Q&A. So my first question is, what are your thoughts on Valentine's Day? Um, Valentine's Day is okay. It's just like any other day. Um, um, you know... It's just like any other day and, you know, my fiance and I kind of have the same idea of Valentine's Day. Also, we both understand that you don't need like one day to just kind of be affectionate. Um, 
So also we, you know, know the origins of Valentine's Day and, um, you know, how St. Valentine's actually wanted to uh, marry people who were denied by the church to get married and stuff like that. So my fiance and I really don't celebrate Valentine's Day too much. Um, so it's just kind of like whatever. Um, sorry if that's not like the best answer. Um, so next question is, what is my legitimate relationship advice? I don't know why people think I'm like the king of like smooth, but I'll take it, man. You know, <laughs> um, what is my legitimate, le uh, my le legitimate, genuine relationship advice? Um, <clears throat> my legitimate relationship advice is just communication. Um, just you know, uh, make sure it doesn't matter which relationship you have, whether it be personal or professional, or even like, you know, uh, husband, wife, husband, husband, wife, wife, doesn't matter whatever relationship you have, you can always benefit from communication. Um, for example, just out of my personal life, my fiance and I, whenever we kind of have a disagreement about something, we will discuss it in a way where we talk normal. We kind of stick away from like accusing words and like confrontational stuff. So we just kind of talk about it and we understand that we, at the end of the day, we are our own person. And that where to me, something is extremely normal to her, it may not be and vice versa. And we understand that about each other. And, you know, we support that and we love that about each other. Um, so communication is something big. If you feel like you can't really communicate and you're in a relationship, then I would definitely rethink some things. Uh, take my, take my advice with a grain of salt though. I'm not like Dr. Filling this. Okay. I'm not like Dr. Filling this B. All right. Um, but yeah, so just kind of take my advice with a grain of salt. Um, but yeah, so like communication, any relationship is just, you know, vital. Um, aside from that, just, you know, uh, don't stop being yourself. Don't change for anybody. Uh, stick to you, stick to your roots, stick to what makes you, you, and what makes you beautiful, uh, inside and outside and just kind of stick to that, you know, don't really sway off too much, um, from who you are. I know sometimes, um, we, as people tend to get stuck in a, uh, uh, what's it called? Like a honeymoon phase. And in that phase, you, you know, your significant other could draw like a horrible, like stick figure. And you'd be looking at the picture. Like that's the best picture I've ever seen. You know what I mean? Uh, like that's like, that's obviously being a little bit too dramatic, but like, you know, just kind of stick to yourself. Don't, don't change who you are for somebody else. I don't know what the stick figure has to do with anything like that, but um, you know what, man, I'm sticking to it. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, next question. Uh, do I believe in the supernatural? I do actually. Um, yeah. Um, you know, uh, just kind of stuff that's happened in the course of my life. I do kind of believe in the supernatural. Um, interesting story. I used to work at a, um, at a movie theater. I'm not going to 
disclose the name of the movie theater, um, but I worked at a movie theater. And um, in this one auditorium, uh, to the staff, it was notoriously haunted. Um, it was always really cold in that theater uh, or in the auditorium. It was always really cold. And um, at nighttime especially, you would uh, go to clean... And as you were kind of walking into the auditorium, you would hear like movement, you would hear footsteps, people talking and stuff like that. And then you would walk on over and nobody was there. Um, also, you would all uh, you would feel like you would feel like you were being watched and like whatever's watching you was like really close to you. Um, myself, as well as like a few other people who I worked with would talk about how sometimes we would get glimpses, glimpses of like faces kind of like you know, um, while we were feeling like we were being stared at, um, and not only that, but just like a few other things would happen. Um, also I believe in the metaphysical, um, you know, like whenever I'm writing, I'll light a, uh, orange candle. Orange candles are supposed to, uh, like be like focus, uh, workability and, uh, like communication. So I like to light orange candles whenever I'm writing episodes and I'll even, my little satchel that I have that has like all my like equipment in it. I have like a piece of pyrite in there, tiger's eye and like a few other crystals. If you're super into like the uh, metaphysical, I would totally check out like Adam Barelay. I love his like crystal connection videos. Um, but that's just whatever. That's ne like neither here nor there. But yes, I believe in the supernatural, of course. My next question is, did you go to college for screenwriting? Uh, no, I did not. I, um, well, yes and no. Um, I'm going to try to keep a long story short. Essentially, I went to college to try to be a firefighter. I took a few semesters in uh, pretty much fire tech and um, stuff like that. And... Um, I actually found out that due to previous medical conditions that I had, uh, it disqualified me. Um, and I'm not going to go too deep into it, but it really sucked. Um, I was trying to kind of figure out what else to do besides firefighting. Um, and I kind of discovered writing. Was, writing was more of a hobby to me than it was actually like, oh, I can make money from this, you know? Um, I was really narrow-minded. Anyway, so... Um, yeah, also I jumped into college like right after high school. I do not condone that. If you know what you want to do, go for it. But statistically speaking, I think it's like 50% of college students end up changing their major. Uh, honestly, from somebody who jumped into college right after high school, if you don't know what you want to do, then just kind of save your money and chill. Uh, college is expensive and you know, it's, uh, really hard to get financial aid. So, um, do some research. I'm not saying college is like horrible. Um, I personally want to go back to college, uh, trade school. Um, I'm just kind of saving up for it, but, um, yeah, don't jump into college right after high school, unless you know what you want to do, you know, um, college can be great if you, know what you're doing and you know you're financially stable uh aside from that I would just kind of take some time um but yeah I took a few uh writing courses creative writing short stories as well as um English courses 
just you know standard English courses uh, 101 through 104 and just other kind of writing courses any kind of writing course I kind of get my hands on um, I kind of took writing courses just because I didn't want to get out of college because at the time um, you know if I would if I were to get out of college it would be harder for me to get back into it so I was just taking like a semester I was just taking like a writing course a semester and then I started picking it up a little bit more starting to do uh, general ed but um yeah college was interesting I remember one time I had this one course where it was a 15 week course and it was with a English professor who I had a few weeks a uh, few semesters prior I thought she was really awesome, and I love the way she teaches. The way she teaches is, uh, you know, she knows how to kind of be funny with it and have it translate to where you can understand her material. I learned a lot in that course, but I had to do like an like an essay every single uh, every single class. Um, it was uh, it was interesting, but um, it was really fun. I don't regret it at all. Um, so yeah, I hope that answers your question. The next question is, who are some of your influences? Um, that's a good question. I've got a few of them. Um, I love Aural Signs of Haunting Hour. It just, like, I don't know. I used to watch it a lot, and to this day, I'll still watch it if it's on. It's one of those shows that I wouldn't really pursue, but I wouldn't really, like, change the channel either. You know what I mean? Um, I love All Signs of Haunting Hour. I've always thought that it's just, like, cozy, scary stories, you know? They're not necessarily scary, but it's more of, like, a coziness to it. You know what I mean? And that's what I'm trying to shoot for with my podcast. I'm not trying to make the scariest podcast you've ever listened to. Um, obviously, I want to kind of aim for somewhere around there but mostly I am trying to do just like cozy scary stories you know like the kind that you can listen to when you're like driving to work or like driving home or maybe you're taking a shower and you're like you know listening to it or just like getting ready for bed or something you know um but yes so all signs of haunting hour twilight zone is another one um if you go back and listen to the um the intro to my podcast, which is like my very first episode, um, then yeah, uh, I used to watch Twilight Zone a lot with my dad when uh, I was younger, and um, you know, it was always just this really intriguing thing, you know, this interesting thing, like these people have lives, and we're watching them kind of unfold, uh, you know, it's pretty cool. Um, another one of my influences is Mr. Ballin on YouTube. If you have not listened to one of his videos, I definitely suggest you, like, checking out Mr. Ballin's videos. And, uh, yeah, dude, uh, he's just a really cool storyteller. I strive to be like that. Um, my fiancé and I absolutely love him. Uh, he'll drop, like, five videos a week sometimes. And um, so sometimes we'll just, like, wait a whole week and then we'll just binge his videos it's like the greatest he's such a great storyteller and he puts so much work behind his videos you know and they're just really cool honestly I strive to like be like him he's a or like in terms of like storytelling you know he's a really cool guy 
the next question is, what other projects are you working on? Um, I'm working on a few, honestly. Um, I am working on a TV show that it's a cartoon and I don't really, I don't really want to talk too much about it, uh, right now anyway. Um, you know, but, um, essentially I ha I'm working on a TV show. I am a quarter, I have a quarter left of the sixth episode. Um, and that's just something that I'm kind of writing on the side when I'm not doing podcasts. Um, I'm writing a lot pretty much, you know, um, so I'm working on a TV show. I am uh, pretty much six episodes into that. Um, and again, it's something that I'm kind of working on outside of my podcast. Another thing is I am working on a secondary podcast. I, um, I have told you guys in the, and girls, in the, um, in the um, intro two episode, again, my first episode, that I want to do two podcasts and maybe do two podcasts. Um, so I am working on a second one. It's just because it's just me, I have to figure out how to do a storyline where it's one person. And then I need to keep that storyline consistent weekly. So, um, I'm working on some stuff, trying to write some stuff out before it drops. Another thing I'm working on is I do want to go on YouTube, um, for a number of reasons. I was thinking about uploading my podcast to Anchor as well as YouTube Another thing I was thinking about doing is going on to YouTube and just kind of talking about writing, talking about like what is a parenthetical and how would somebody use a parenthetical? What is action? How do you use action? What are uh, save the cat moments? What's an example of that? What's a hero's journey? An example of that, you know, and just kind of break down scenes in movies and in TV shows that kind of you know, have to do with, like, why writers write certain ways, you know what I mean? Uh, for an example, in the show Drake and Josh, uh, I know it's a really old show, but my fiance and I watch it all the time. Anyway, uh, in Drake and Josh, if you notice in the beginning, some episodes, both characters are saying the exact same thing, but the parentheticals are different. And one character is saying something, like, Josh is saying something where it's like, oh, no, this is happening to me. And then Drake is saying, oh, hey, it was really cool. This thing happened to me. And they're talking about the same instances, the exact same in instances. But because the parentheticals are different, telling them to kind of say things in different ways, you get two completely different forms of dialogue in a way. You know, uh, that's just a little hint. First one's free. Um, but um, yeah, so that's kind of like where I want to go with that, too. Um, I want to be on YouTube and I want to do another podcast um, as well as keeping this one going, um, and I'm working on a cartoon TV show. Um, I'm staying a little busy, you know? <laughs> the next question is tips on starting your own podcast, question mark. Nice question. Um, so... <laughs> The advice I would give to somebody who is trying to start their own podcast is to look uh, whatever or whatever you want to do. When If you want to be a creator of any kind, the type of advice I would give you is one, don't wait for a perfect time to start recording or to start your podcast. That's something that I did and 
it wasn't until I got some advice, which was don't wait for the perfect time. There's never going to be a perfect time. And I'm just like, oh, holy crap, you're right. Yeah. So um, I would advise if you know what you want to do and you've got all the equipment, then yeah, dude, just, you know, I mean, don't just jump into it. But yeah, dude, starting is always the hardest part. Um, so that's some advice. Another form of advice I would give you is, uh, whether it's on Twitch, YouTube, um, you know, uh, a podcasting network, uh, you know, TikTok, whatever it is, Instagram, look up something that you're really interested in and something that you want to create and go onto the platform that you want to be on and type in kind of stuff that you would be, you know, uh, talking about. And I guarantee you more often than not, there's already a fan base about it. So if you think your idea is like, and I'm throwing up like quotation signs, you know, if you're, if you think that your ideas are like stupid or like, uh, you know, dull or boring, honestly, it's probably just you overthinking. Let me be here to tell you that you're overthinking, you know, um, (laughs) there's already a fan base about it. And even if it's not a huge fan base, the really cool part about that part is that these people who are continuing to check out this not really big fan base are now having a new, like, fresh new material, which is you. So I would advise you to just jump into it. Not like jump into it, jump into it, but just do what you want to do. Do what makes you happy. Talk about what you want to talk about. There's already a fan base about it. Nobody's going to fault you. If you're doing really good videos, and even if they're not the best, but they're, like, consistent, then odds are people are going to love what you have to say, and they're going to want to listen to you, you know? So, I don't know. I hope that helps. Do I really write my own stories? Yes, I do. Thank you for asking that. Um, I do write my own stories. I try to keep a narrative of, um, like, I know I'm right, I know I'm writing creepy pastas and stuff like that, but I have these rules that I follow, um, in writing. Uh, one of the rules is that I need to kind of remind people that this is a, about a town. This is the recollections of a person who lives in this town. Um, and... Um, just, you know, I, I want to, I want to keep this immersion of a podcast from this town that nobody seems to know where it's located in because it keeps switching, but the person is kind of nonchalant about, yeah, the town's kind of weird. You know, the, the man behind the red light is, you know, yeah, this town's kind of weird, but it's loving, you know, and all stuff. And you know, here's somebody telling us a new story about this town, you know, um, I've had people ask me if this town is real and, um, I really appreciate it. You know, um, it's, it's not real, but I love the fact that because I just kind of like, you know, established ground rules and kind of talked a little bit about the history and, you know, I'm talking about it from a perspective of, of somebody who's kind of figuring it out the same as, uh, like the audience, Um, the town doesn't exist unless it does, but, um, we're not going to talk about that right now. Um, but yes, I try to keep a narrative of like, you know, this town is crazy. It's, it's mystery. Uh, it's mysterious, 
you know, stuff like that. Um, oftentimes when I'm writing, I will kind of, um, throw something in there that kind of, uh, crosses timelines with another episode. And I do this intentionally because one, I just like to kind of drop Easter eggs in, um, like my, my stuff Two, it's just a really cool way of kind of subtly reminding the audience that, oh yes, there's a, you know, I remember hearing about the last episode or, oh, I wonder if he's going to make an episode about that next time. For example, in the overnight security job episode, I talked about, uh, an overnight guest known as a creeper who, uh, escaped and this overnight guest, um, you know, the creeper escaped the, uh, the, uh, uh, the bullseye store, but I'm going to talk about the creeper. I'm going to have a different episode that talks about that, you know? Um, and I just want to kind of like cross these wires so that it just kind of shrouds a little bit more mystery and kind of adds, uh, like conspiracy to like the whole town itself, you know? Um, but yeah, I write my own stories. So it leads us to our next question. What does a work week look like for you? Um, I'm going to assume we're talking about podcasting work week. A uh, typical work work week for me is probably the same as yours if you work in an office building. Um, but talking about my podcasting work week. Um, so yes, yeah, Saturday and Sunday, I don't do anything. I'm just kind of relaxing, vibing, whatever, you know. Um, Monday and Tuesday, I commit to kind of thinking about an idea and getting it out there. Um, Monday and uh, Monday, I will go through this binder I have that I just kind of write ideas and write uh, like little descriptions about ideas. So, for example, when I was doing the Royal Cornwall's ghost episode, I wrote down underwater adventure episode. And then below it, I did like a little dash um, to kind of remind me like this is like a little thing about the episode. And I wrote everything goes normal but there's a twist. And then below that I wrote, um, talk about whether it can be a ghost story or whether it can be, um, like a, uh, like it's just a sequence of unfortunate events that are happening, you know? And the way I wrote it is I write my podcasts different than the way I deliver them. I write them so that if somebody who is into, you know, who works at a cartoon production, um, if they were to want to look at my scripts, they would see that they are written a little bit more, um, a little bit more in detail. For example, in the Royal Cornwall's Ghost, there's a part where I kind of added in there that you see these, uh, these like pirates in this glowing green aura in the background, like um, through, throughout the entire story. Um, and they're just kind of subtly in the background, wherever there's water. Um, and it's kind of like a foreshadow thing. And it's one of those things where you have to be like looking for it. You know what I mean? So I kind of write them differently than the way I present them. Um, I write them for TV and I present them as podcasts. Uh, it's, um, it's a lot of work, but I love doing it, you know? Um, so Monday I will take an idea and I will kind of think about it, go over it ask my fiance, ask, uh, you know, some uh, good friends of mine, ask family, what do you think about this idea? Jot notes down, all this stuff, and then I'll sleep on it. Tuesday, I'll wake up, I'll, you know, check out those notes again, and I will take stuff away, add stuff, 
and again, go to my fiance, my uh, family and go to some friends and be like, Hey, so what do you think about this? You know? And, um, pretty much those two days I just dedicate to brainstorming ideas. Um, everything I'm kind of thinking about at the time is just kind of podcasts, you know, like what is, you know, what would it be like for this to happen? You know, um, also on Tuesdays I do also on Mondays and Tuesdays, I do a lot of research. Uh, again, the Royal Cornwall's ghost episode, I actually did research into submarines, um, and types of submarines. I did research on ships that were around at the time. Um, and I even did research on when pirates were most kind of like around. And I didn't want to say that like, oh, uh, you know, the Royal Cornwall was taken over because of, you know, their gold and stuff like that. I, yeah, I put in gold, but I also put in like tobacco and like spices and, uh, like silk and stuff like that. Stuff that they would actually be like on a ship at that time. You know what I mean? I purposely left out the location of where it went down. Um, but that's again, just me shrouding at a mystery, um, blah, 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 blah. Um, so Monday and Tuesday, I dedicate to, you know, thinking about this stuff. Um, Wednesday, I will start writing my ideas down and, uh, actually like writing a, a screenplay for it. Thursday, I will go over it again, but I will kind of clean up the grammatical errors and I will also look into sound effects that I'll add in. Uh, for example, when I did this Hanukkah episode, I, whenever the beast was like roaring, I would take different sound clips, like a bear uh, and then like a dog and stuff like that. And I would kind of feed them through uh, different um, like um, audio changing devices. I have a secondary phone that's more of a podcast, uh, that's more of a iPod now, uh, but I have an app on there that I installed previously. And it's like a voice changer app. And so I'll use it kind of slow down audio and then I'll feed it through my microphone. Um, or I'll have like filters on like, um, cause I use, um, garage band to edit my podcasts. And so I will kind of like use that a lot when I'm doing, um, when I'm doing, um, like sound effects. So I'll kind of have an idea of which sound effects I want to use, um, and I'll kind of get all that stuff down on Thursday, write it down like on little notes and stuff like that. Um, and then I'll usually just, again, go over my work, fix all the errors, fix all the spelling mistakes, all that stuff. And then Friday, after I'm done with my, uh, nine, after I'm done with like my nine to five, I will, um, start recording. And there's actually this really cool booth, uh, where I work. Uh, there's a really cool area where there's booths. I'm not going to talk about where I work. Um, just, you know, for a few reasons, but, um, there, they have like these booths that people are able to kind of like use. And that's exactly where I would do my podcast at. Um, I'll stay there really late and, uh, it's fun except for that one time where, uh, my file got zipped on accident somehow. And I'm still trying to figure out how to unzip it. But anyway, those are the dark times anyway. Um, but yes, so that's pretty much what my work week looks like in terms of podcasting. Um, yeah. So I really like this next question. What keeps you going? Um, so essentially what kind of keeps me going because sometimes it does get kind of discouraging. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, uh, like I'll, I'll, I'll put up like an episode and it's not getting any views 
uh, the first day it's released and maybe it's not getting any views the next day, um, they all seem to kind of reach a certain um, amount of views at the end of the week. Um, or even into the next week, they kind of climb to hit that number. And I'm really excited about that. Um, yeah, I'm really excited about that. Um, but yeah, it could be kind of discouraging, especially when you're like new to this, like me, and you don't really know technology and you don't really know microphones nor podcasting, nor what does the word phantom power mean? You know what I mean? Um, so it can be a little discouraging, especially sometimes when you don't really know what you're doing. Um, and especially when you hate hearing yourself on audio. I mean, come on, dude. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, what kind of keeps me going is knowing that it has to work out. You know what I mean? Statistically speaking, um, doesn't matter what you have to say people are going to listen to it you know um you know so it doesn't matter what you have to say there will always be somebody who's going to listen to that you know um and so not only that but statistically speaking if you're consistent and you're consistent for months then you will start making you know money it's just how it happens you know um and again, my math could be wrong. I didn't go to math school, but you know, anyway, um, but yeah, so what keeps me going is just knowing that it's got to work out. You know, I've already made some money from, uh, podcasting. Um, it's not a lot. I've made like a, you know, like some money from it and I'm really excited about it. I'm, and I'm definitely very happy about it. I'm definitely extremely grateful and thankful or everybody who made that possible. Um, I'm still trying to reach a certain level. I want to make podcasting my main job. Um, and so, um, what is it? Yeah, so um, just kind of knowing that it will, it'll happen is something that kind of keeps me going. Um, also, again, the love and support I get from uh, my loved ones, my family, my fiance, my friends, and especially whenever I get those, uh, like, um, follow requests from people who I don't even know, and then I accept the request, and they're like, tell me that they love my podcast, you know, that's something that absolutely, I will never get tired of, like, you know, I'll never get tired of, like, hearing that, and I'll never get tired of seeing that, you know, um, so it's just, um, you know, I'm, I'm really just really thankful for it all, you know, so thank you all. So the final question is what plans do you have to improve your podcast? Um, that's a really good question. So I would love to get a soundboard at some point, you know, um, and I'd be able to upload the sounds on Thursday. And, you know, so when the time comes to add in, like, scary sound effect here, I can kind of, like, go ahead and, you know, just hit the soundboard and it'll just pop up. And it would make editing so much easier and would make it just a little bit faster, too. 
um, and would make it a little bit less confusing. So that's something that I would definitely love to invest in. But those things are expensive, dude. Um, another thing I'd love to invest in is an editor. At some point when I start making more money from this, um, you know, um, I would love to hire a, uh, an editor and, um, you know, just kind of have them go and clean up my, my, my audio, have them kind of blend in cuts so that they're less noticeable, uh, blend in the sound effects so that they're a little bit better and maybe even more crisp kind of do things that I don't know how to do. I mean, if you look about, if you look at it, every TV show that's made is like, has more than just one person taking care of it, you know? And I want to give my audience, you all, the ability to listen to my podcast and have it be the best material it can possibly be, even if, you know, I have to get outside help to make it like that, you know? Um, I obviously want to learn how to edit as well, but if I were to hire an editor, and here's my way of thinking, if I were to hire an editor, I'd be able to devote more time to writing out these scripts so that they could be just a little bit better and a little bit, you know, more on point. I understand that, you know, my episodes, um, you know, I understand that I'm not the best at making podcasts and that's okay. I, at least I'm like real with myself, you know, I'm real with, you know, my audience, I'm real with, you know, what I want to do. Um, but having an editor would definitely help me in terms of, you know, putting in that little bit extra effort to kind of, oh, hey, I missed this. I should go back and fix this. Or, oh, hey, I, you know, should probably fix this. Or, hey, I should add this in, you know. Sometimes on Friday nights, I'm just so tired from my, from my, my job and just kind of everything that week. And kind of now I'm recording until late at night and it's, it's, it's very kind of just exhausting. I will obviously go back and clean up stuff. There have been times where I've been in, you know, uh, in like that little booth until like, you know, 10 PM, um, 10 30, you know, and I'm just, you know, and I'm, or even like sometimes like 11 and I'm just like, you know, just headed out, you know? So um, having an editor would definitely help me out. Um, so that's something that I do want to kind of invest in later on. And then again, uh, on YouTube too, I want to move it on to YouTube. And at some point I would think about hiring an animator to kind of do these like little animations for me every now and then, probably not every episode, but every now and then to kind of show my episode, you know, but, um, I don't know. But um, that's about it for the question. And that's it. Um, I want to give a big shout out to everybody who asked me a question on Instagram. And again, if you don't follow me on Instagram, go ahead and follow me on Instagram at Tales of Where We Town. I'm thinking about getting to Twitter. Um, but yes, I want to thank every single one of you for contributing to the Q&A and for following me and just for the nice things that all of you have to say. Um, 
I hope that you continue to listen to me and I hope that you continue to enjoy the episodes and feel free to reach out to me on Instagram. Uh, I'm pretty chill, you know? Um, yeah, so don't be afraid to message me. If, uh, if you want to start your own podcast, you have questions, let me know. Um, I'm still kind of new myself, but I'd love to kind of give advice if anybody needs it. Um, I want to thank everybody who has been watching me so far. I want to thank everybody who's contributed to the Q&A, everybody who's following me on Instagram, and all of my loved ones uh, and family and friends. Um, I appreciate all of you. Thank you so much, and please um, have an amazing night.